Hello, everybody. We are back. Episode number eight. The big eight. Getting close to uh, number ten. We'll have a big anniversary celebration for that. <laughs> I love it. So we give out our email and the, um, the Instagram on, on the show. And we actually received an email today that we're going to read and talk about. I think it's got some good, some good topics, some good meat. Oh, great question. On there for us to get into. Yeah. Um, but even if you don't have a question or <clears throat> something you want to talk about, like just shoot us an email. Like we want to know who's listening to the show, where, where you're at. You know, just shoot us a note and say hi, if nothing else. Uh, if you're interested in coming on the show, like we're open to that too. Or if you got a question or a topic that you think would be cool to talk about, we'd love it. So feel free to fire away with all of those. Present tense podcast am at gmail.com and the uh, the Instagram uh, as well. There's a the link in there. Present tense at, um, on IG. Uh, you can find us there. We'll be posting. You can DM us or PM us your questions or suggestions there as well. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. The thing we're trying to do is just make sure it's it's our show, mm-hmm. with everyone listening included. Because you know, Andre and I love talking. We've got our own personal things. If you've noticed, we talk about our own personal experiences a lot. And what we wanted to make the show is very organic. So we are talking about our personal things. It's a free flow, but it's it's ours. And someone asked me, "What do you think is the purpose of your podcast?" And I kind of thought about it for a second, and I really, when I listen to a podcast or a show, things that really draw me in, attract me in, is that feeling of, oh, someone else feels the way I do. Someone else is struggling with the same things that I am. And whether it be music or a podcast or a movie, I think having that personal connection to whatever it is, <clears throat> excuse me, is what really draws us in and makes us feel connected to what we're listening to. So that's what we're endeavoring to do by sharing our stuff and what we're struggling with, uh, being open and, and I'm not sure vulnerable is the right word, but just open and out there with things that we're feeling and struggling with. And if that connects with you in any sort of way, we'd like to hear from you too. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel though. Um, we just, we want this to be an outlet for you guys to feel free and open and vulnerable to share with us as well. We we love these conversations amongst each other, but we love them with you too. So yeah, I said you're more than welcome to write in. We can uh, talk about what you write in, or if you want to do a Zoom in uh, mm-hmm. on one of the shows, we're totally open to that as well. Um, we can do it totally anonymously. As you noticed, we're anonymous pretty much. We have our first names on there, but there's no pictures or last names. Yep. Uh, so we still have you know corporate gigs and other things that we that we do, so uh, totally happy to protect your identity. Um, we can give you a fake name if you like to. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Within reason. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just want to really get that across. I'm not sure that we highlighted that enough on our first episode, that it's it's our show. Mm-hmm. Not just Andre and I, but uh, the whole community. And we feel that anything we do in that vein really adds to the collective. Mm-hmm. And when I say collective, I mean all of us on on earth and i feel that and the on the the micro level things that we do in our lives implementing these strategies and practices they help us they help our relationships they help us understand ourselves and on the macro the more things that are out there 
to connect us to our true selves, our true purpose, being totally present with love builds that in the collective. And I really feel that every little bit that we can do and share does have a positive effect. As cheesy and corny as that might sound, I really do believe that. So uh, we'd love for you as a listener to be a part of that and contribute to that as well. Well said. So uh, we did get an email. So we're going to read this. Uh, This person has chosen to remain anonymous. This is just from L. (laughs) Uh, And L writes, um, she says, Hi, Matt and Andre. Just wanted to reach out to you both and let you know that I've been listening to your podcast and I've really enjoyed it very much. I love that you talk about real life scenarios and it's done with such a grace in a non-judgmental way. I loved the episode recently about mindfulness and enjoyed hearing different perspectives. Okay, lots of praise for us. Thank you very much, Al. <laughs> Here we go. On to the meat. I wanted to ask for your advice. I really love my husband. He's my whole entire world. My best friend forever. However, I had this big issue with work and feeling like I constantly need to work to take care of responsibilities and bills. But I really struggle to find present time with my husband. I know that I need to get off of my phone and take time to truly be in the present. I love the name of the podcast because it truly represents how important being present and in the moment is. The world gives us so many distractions and it's easy to lose focus on what's really important. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Well, thank you, Elle, very much for writing in. So the basis of what she's saying is she's got obviously some, some pressure going on here with work, maybe a little behind on the sounds like some money stress mm-hmm. going on. And she's mentally, she's very caught up with that and feeling like she needs to constantly keep working to fix that, which isn't a bad thing. But because of that, she's finding it really hard to be present with, uh, with her husband and enjoy that relationship and really stay connected through that, through the stressful time that she's experiencing. So, I don't know, Andre, what do you, what do you think? What, what, what comes up for you when, you when you hear that? I think that's a universal problem, yeah. to be honest. Um, I actually just <laughs> recently got into a little disagreement. Not disagreement, a little argument, but um, for similar things. Mm-hmm. And it just, I feel like it's hard because you're in this will and you just get caught up in it and you mm-hmm. keep going and keep going and keep going. And it's hard to take a second and jump out of that and say, wait a minute, I've got to break this wheel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's it's difficult. It's not easy to yeah. um, stop, especially in these times, just because there's so much going on mentally, physically, emotionally. And through all that, you're trying to, you know, and I, I say this as you, as a lot of people, because sure. I have this conversation often as far as just supplementing to cover the next thing and cover mm-hmm. the next thing. And so um, everybody has their has their things where they just break away for a second, mm-hmm. uh, a daily reminder, even if it's at the end of the night or the beginning of the day, just, hey remember to check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really think for me, checking in with myself and just being aware that I'm in this in this will, this nonstop will, um, has helped me to jump out of it, to step out for a second and say, hey, I need to put more time here. How am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. I need to put more time there. What can I, you know, yeah. take away to give? Yeah. I think it's a little difficult, especially with this one, because she mentioned, you know, maybe a little bit of money pressure, uh, that, and it, I think with a lot of things, when we have our phones, we have our things, there's so many constant influx of things, those can be difficult to put down by themselves. Mm-hmm. But with, with Elle here, it seems like her business is, her work is her own business. She doesn't, she doesn't have a regular nine to five job mm-hmm. like most of us yeah, do. Yeah, so that, that is her life. That's her baby right. right there. So being able to shut that off sounds great. Yeah, but in reality, when you're a little bit behind and feeling the stress of a lack of funds or some some money stress, mm-hmm. which we know is not much more stressful than that, yeah. especially in a relationship, yeah, it can feel like there's a responsibility to keep going mm-hmm. and to not stop. Like I need to keep going. Yeah, with this, um, I feel like that can be a little bit counterproductive sometimes because. Just like with anything, whether it be physical activity, there is a thing called overtraining. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, when it comes to, to working out. Absolutely. Um, I think, I believe, most of the times we're looking for a place for our minds to rest. Mm-hmm. And so for Elle here, she doesn't, f- I'm getting the sense that she doesn't feel she has a place for her mind to rest until these problems are taken care of. Mm-hmm. To whatever, you know, her work. She gets a couple deals to get caught back up mm-hmm. with where she wants to be. And so staying in that space where the mind just keeps spinning, trying to figure out a solution, trying to figure out the answer. Yeah. When in that moment, there is no solution and there is no answer. Finding a place where we can let our mind rest. But that's the thing. I feel like there's always a solution. Mm-hmm. You just have to take that second mm-hmm. to come to be present and say... Hey, what can, where can I start? And so if I'm L, where I start is by talking to my husband about it. Yeah. Um, I think we just, a lot of us just have this fear of like not being your person's person because we can't hold it together. Not being the hero. Yes, exactly. And I think us as men want to be the hero, the protector. Women want to be, you know our hero and our protector. Uh, They'd do anything for us just like we would for them. So I think it's just step one, just taking a minute and saying, baby, this is what's going on right now. And this is why I'm blocked from giving you my time, my energy, my effort. Not that I'm not. I don't know if she is or not. But, um, you know, with the distractions and with work, Being a business, (laughs) I know all too much, Um, you get caught up in it. So I think you just need to, she needs to talk to her husband and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling and I want it to change, Mm -hmm. but I know I have duties. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, you know, I would, I can only speak for myself as a husband, who's not a husband, but... (laughs) uh, 
no, that's when I, you know, come up with a plan mm-hmm. for us because it is us at that moment, you know. And I'm, I'm guessing her husband probably feels the same, the same pressure, the same stress. And maybe they're both trying to handle it in the hero complex and they're not connecting over. Because mm-hmm. I know I do that mm-hmm. all the time. I want to be the hero. I, I love, you know, my wife so much. I don't want her to feel the stress or worry that I'm feeling. So I'd rather just take care of it on my own mm-hmm. and not bother her with it and not share it. But in truth, that's really, really selfish. Yeah. If you want to get down And it's that. both of you running the wheel. Mm-hmm. It's both of you running the wheel and nobody jumping out, you know? Right. Um, I feel all couples, all married couples and just go through it. It's, it's, you know, I'm not there. I can only speak on relationships and, um, in my life, but yeah, that's how I, I need to be aware first and foremost, and then take that first step. Mm-hmm. I think we alluded to it, that zero to one in our previous pod mm-hmm. with Zach, um, just taking that first step. Yeah. And being able to come together and share, like we talked about at the open, mm-hmm. it's about realizing that other people feel the same way that you do, mm-hmm. same way that I do. We all struggle with the same shit. Yeah. We're all doing the same thing. Absolutely. Much. So in this case, it's you're probably experiencing the same thing in your relationship. Both people are independently experiencing the same thing, but selfishly, because you each want to be the hero, mm-hmm. and I do this too. I'm totally guilty of it. Mm-hmm. You try to shield the other from it, and the only thing that actually ends up happening is you create distance yep. between yourselves. Yep. Whereas if both parties can come together and say, admit how they're feeling, mm-hmm. admit that they're stressed, they're worried, they don't know how to fix it, they don't know what to do, mm-hmm. there's a bonding in that yeah. because we feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And there's a presence in that because that's calming, that's honest, that's true. Yeah. And there's a, a relief of that gasket. And I think that's what we're all trying to, to get is find the relief, find the peacefulness, find the <sighs> mm-hmm. moment within the storm. And it, it goes back to when you guys, um, you know, get married. It's... From that moment on, you guys are each other's kind of relief, you know? So I feel especially, you know, in L situation, um, go to that. Go back to your your structure, your base, you know, and connect, reconnect. Um, it all starts with conversation. It all starts just getting it out there and saying how you can help me and how I can help you so that we can help each other. Do you notice, I notice this too, when, I, when I'm really busy, got a lot of things to do, I tend to think I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to, to do my books, mm-hmm. to read, to listen to things that I know would help me in this moment. I resist them really hard because I think I don't quote have time when in fact those moments I need them the most. Do, do, do you do that too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, not just me too. I, I see clients every day and they say the same thing. I just have to find time and I'm, uh-huh. you know, we're always finding time, right? Right. Um, no, you make time. Right. We all have five minutes here, ten minutes there, but that's when distractions, 
kick in. Because we only have five minutes or only have ten minutes, we start to, oh, let me just check my social. Let me just check my emails. Let me do this. Let me do that. I've been working hard. I want to reward myself. I need to distract myself. Yeah. And check my phone or play a game. Nothing wrong with any of that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think we need to be careful, and I say I'm, I'm totally guilty of it, is still keeping our practices in place because we know those work. Yeah. I know for course. a fact if I take the 10 or 20 minutes and do my meditation, mm-hmm. I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm so identified with being busy and being stressed and working so hard, I like it. And I don't want to come out of it because mm-hmm. it gives me a sense of... I'm working really hard. I'm working harder than everybody else. No one else knows what it's like to be me. No one knows what the struggle is like. And that's bullshit. That's Pat a yourself story. on the fucking bat. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think it's important to know that help is always there. Mm-hmm. It's just whether we want to accept it yeah. or not. We just have to have the humility. I mean, it's it's our egos. It's all of our egos where we want to be so independent and want to be so strong for it all can handle anything and <laughs> it's funny i actually watched Encanto at my niece's request was it the cartoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> recently i don't hang around children i don't didn't know what that was for a second great movie disney's been on it by the way but No, just everybody played these roles and there was so much pressure for them to uphold these roles Mm -hmm. that they didn't realize they were collectively just a mess and needed to, you know, breathe for a second, Mm -hmm. reconnect, and then beautiful things happen from there, you know, Um, is beautiful because I feel like we feel it all the time and that's why, you know... We think we deserve this, and right. we, you know, pat ourselves on the back and um, give ourselves that time. But no, we we have to make time to breathe and to meditate mm-hmm. and to whatever practice you do that gets you regrounded. Mm-hmm. I find myself categorizing sometimes, especially when I am busy or stressed, that those practices become another chore. Something else I have to do. It's another thing to work Mm -hmm. at. And so what I've been trying to do is recategorize that in my mind as something I get to do. Make that the reward. Make that the break Mm -hmm. for getting away from what I'm feeling. As opposed to feeling like, oh, I've got this other... I'm supposed to meditate, so I'll do that. That's my other job, and it feels like I have another task, mm-hmm. and that makes me more stressed and feel like I'm more behind and then feel more guilty if I don't do it. So important to how we frame our practices because they do help us. They do relieve stress. So make that a positive thing. Absolutely. Make that something we look forward to. Make that a reward for working hard when, when we're struggling. It really is the difference between a bad day and a good day, um, for me at least, and I'd assume for you, energy-wise, you just, when you can, when you benefit yourself with that 15, 20 minutes to, you know, practice your mindfulness, um, 
it changes the entire mood. It changes the entire energy because now you are, you are reset. You are, you know, you have this balance, this balance in you. And, um, I think that's very important. You can apply it to anything, you know? Um, but I, I, I get what you mean with the chore. And I think that's part of training the mind again mm-hmm. and practicing training that mind because as you alluded to, you can't look at it as a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. It's good for you overall, inside and out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Another thing that I, I thought of, it is important to put time limits on things sometimes and be mm-hmm. a little uh, strict with ourselves on that. A friend of mine is a, uh, a mental therapist. Mm-hmm. We're going to hopefully have her on the show yeah. uh, later on coming up. But I was actually talking about this with her uh, last week. Uh, we, were, we were having dinner. My wife and I were having dinner with her. And she said, those, those mental laps are going to happen where we're consumed with the one thing and trying to find the problem. We're identified with the problem, trying to find the answer and mm-hmm. constantly cycling, cycling, cycling the problem in our mind seeing if we miss something or if there's a way to find the answer in there somehow. And what she really recommended was setting a time limit mm-hmm. on that. And I know it's probably tough for, especially you know, back to our email with Elle here, it sounds like she runs her own business. Mm-hmm. So certainly a lot easier for someone like me who has a, a, a regular eight to five job. Mm-hmm. There's still stuff there sometimes, but for the most part, five o'clock comes, I can turn off that phone, mm-hmm. not look at it again and create the separation. But what she really recommended was just setting a time limit mm-hmm. for, okay, I have this problem. I want to think about it. Yep. I maybe even want to be miserable about it, but set a time limit so it doesn't take over. Mm-hmm. So whether that be 8, 9, 10 o'clock, however anyone schedules, set a time limit. Yeah. So I'm only going to worry about it, talk about it, be consumed with it until here. And then when our minds know there's an end point, to something, they can rest. So if you're not setting that limit, your mind will not rest. It's going to be consumed and keep trying to problem solve because that's what it does. Mm-hmm. It's a tool and it's going to keep working. But if we tell our mind, you're off at 9 p.m., you're done. You're done. So wherever you're at at that point, whistle blows, works over, and you have to leave it there. And that can be very comforting, relaxing to our minds Mm -hmm. to know that there is an end point to what we're consumed with or worried about or stressed about for the day, to know there's a point to drop it off. And I thought that was a really good point that she brought up just to have a stop point. I love that you guys had that conversation and I so hope that she comes on the show because I'd love to, you know, continue that conversation Mm -hmm. on top of others. But, um, I'm the same exact way I get. And I love that suggestion that you just mentioned, uh, just trying to turn it off. And I had a friend recently that did that phone off at nine in bed at nine, like, Mm -hmm. which has always been difficult for me. (laughs) I am a night owl. I get it from my mom. I just, it never goes off until I, I have a routine Mm -hmm. for a routine in order to fall asleep. So, um, no, what I do, uh, I have shut down days, actually. Okay. So I, I, I don't take the time at night to cut mm-hmm. it off. I have days where I am a ghost. Uh, I may not respond to anybody, mm-hmm. uh, text or phone call. Um, me and my dog go out, out, get some fresh air, get some water, and 
that's it. Like, I just, I want to do nothing. Or there's times where I just, in the house, just nothing. Nothing is happening today. The computer is shut down oh, for those the are day. my favorite days. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and I think for me, that one day is my full charge, my mm-hmm. battery charge. Um, do you schedule those out every so often? Or you just kind of go by how you're feeling? You're I go by feel. Level? I really go by feel because sometimes it's, you know, maybe too much work. Mm-hmm. Not enough life. Sometimes there may to be too much life. Not enough work. One way or another, you know, you're not at your full equal balance. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, actually, you know. Um, so no, just trying to set a time where maybe I set an alarm and say, no matter what, because I'm a firm believer, and you do something for two weeks, and it becomes sure. a habit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I may have to try that. I love that you guys had that conversation because now the second time it's come up, and mm-hmm. so clearly it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of those things that's a little easier for me. Uh, I've always had mostly the corporate hourly mm-hmm. job, so it's always been an easier thing for me to do to stop worrying about it, drop it off leave it for the next day. Um, I think I struggle with that a little bit in you know in my relationship with, with my wife, with Laura, because she's like that too, where she kind of get can kind of get consumed by something. She has her own business. And it can just kind of keep going and snowballing and walking that line of wanting to be supportive and listen and understand. But at a certain point, we're not helping anymore. We're not solving anything anymore. You're just getting yourself more worked up mm-hmm. and getting farther away. So to take the pressure off of the other person, again, I think that, that setting that time yeah. limit, that cutoff time is super vital and yeah. really important because that way no one's sounding like the bad guy. No one's being can be accused of not caring, not paying attention, not listening. Mm-hmm. But if there's, a, if there's a time cutoff, Hey, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop. And and everybody's very different. I think the reason I struggle with it myself personally is because I'm extremely extroverted. Mm-hmm. So like not only am I physically, you know, benefiting off of the energies around me, I mentally, you know, thrive off of anything that's benefiting or stimulating. So uh, for me, it's just, it's extremely hard to shut it off for extended amounts of time, mm-hmm. except for when I, you know, take that day. But um, so when you take that day, your your off day, your Sabbath day, whatever you want to call it, what mm-hmm. what is what does that look like for you? Take us take us through one of those. It's just again, you won't you won't hear from me. I mm-hmm. don't I don't do any of my check in because I talk to you know friends and family back home. I do no check ins. I. I shut off all responsibility mm-hmm. outside of being a dad to my dog. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just shut off all responsibility. And um, it could be different things. It can be, you know, just going for a hike with him and then going out to lunch by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've said numerous times now, I've, my element is water and air. So... Mm-hmm gone for a run so just extended days of just occupying my time Mm -hmm. in a way that is relaxing and calming to me um when you plan that or when the day starts do you feel guilty and lazy 
I do not because typically on these days, <laughs> I'm going to get laughed at for this, but um, typically on those days, I start those days out playing golf. Okay. And even though it is the biggest mental fuck, mm-hmm. um, it is the most common place to start my day, to be honest. Because it requires, me, my coffee. requires all of your mental attention, right? Yes. Yes. And you really have to, for a good shot, for a perfect shot, which... I don't have many of those, but I have some good ones. <laughs> um, you need to have focus. You need to be extremely focused. There are so many different different things going on in your body and in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm a hyper-aware person. So if there is a bug flying around or if there is, you know, a person yelling from their backyard, you know, whatever it is. That can throw you out of sync like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it really is a for me four hour mindfulness practice. Mm-hmm. It really truly is, and it's testing my mind and my mental to you know be able to sync up with my emotional and sync with my physical and all just be there. Mm-hmm. And because of all that i'm worrying and focusing on myself truly fo- focusing on myself yeah which takes away the responsibility right. takes away the work takes away the worry takes away mm-hmm. the bills it takes away everything it's yeah. just my calming like presence so that's, that's how awesome. i start the day right. yeah, that's awesome and then i transition into the other things yeah so. I, I never got into playing golf but i do like the, like the mental aspect mm-hmm. of it like the mental aspect of how your thoughts can affect how you play. And then like you said, just that it requires total concentration. There's no room for mm-hmm. anything else. So I do like that mm-hmm. aspect of it. So I'm gonna, I'll have to try that with you at one point in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come out there. How about you? Um, how do you kind of take yourself away from everything? And do you have a shut-off day? Do you have the shut-off hours? Like how, how do you go about What's your routine? I really enjoy uh, exercise, working out. So I think as a daily practice, that is kind of my break. When I go to the gym, I put my headphones in, and I can listen to some loud, angry music and mm-hmm. slam some weights around, and that is my break for mm-hmm. the day. And that takes all of my mental energy, all of my concentration to do that. Uh, there's a f- you know physical aspect of physically getting out Mm-hmm. Whatever I was feeling or, or stressed with for that day, uh, really feeling, like you said, same thing, feeling my body. Yeah. Totally. All those little muscle fibers, mm-hmm. the flow of energy in my body, the blood flow, how things feel in my hands. So as a daily break for that you know, hour and a half, that is my thing. Uh, I find I'm probably a little too addicted to that because if mm-hmm. I don't do it, I get cranky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a Snickers. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so it sounds um, like your nighttime uh, evening lifter. That's when you like. Yeah, I only do the after work. So if I okay. you know, finish up work, um, you know, between four and five, mm-hmm. go to the gym, and that kind of ends my work day, th- thinking responsibility yeah. part, and then I can come home. Take care of the dogs, take care of the house, mm-hmm. be with my wife. Um, we can kind of connect. And, and then I feel like I've gotten all of my stuff out mm-hmm. at that point, And then I can be totally present with her. Mm-hmm. And if she's got some stuff, she does better at uh, 
getting her things out by venting and, and talking about it. Mm-hmm. So if it's after my workout, now I can just sit. I can be calm. I can be present. I can really listen yeah. to her and feel her and help her get that out because that's her f- best way to mm-hmm. expunge yep. the day is to just is to talk about it and, and kind of vent it out. I feel, so that, I feel that, man. So that, that, that allows me to be present for her mm-hmm. with that. Um, we struggle a little bit with having those, those days Mm-hmm. together I think maybe we get half a day here and there sometimes um, like I said Laura runs her own business as well so and a lot of her business is on the weekends mm-hmm. so sometimes taking a whole day off is difficult yeah for her to do yeah um, we're trying to be better about that either have Saturday or Sunday that we can spend together um, sometimes I'll even you know go with her <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it'll take me to work day. Nice. Uh, I'll, I'll drive around and just so we can have time together. Um, and I think that's fun too when you do have the opportunity to do that with your partner if you can, you know, involve them in it some mm-hmm. way. I think that kind of gives you, sure. you know, a different kind of perspective and connection and um, on your off time, right? You know, so yeah. uh, and then. Other times, I mean, I, sometimes I feel like we try to plan things and do stuff, and then that gets to be a little too much, and we're kind of more tired from that as mm-hmm. well. So really, I know especially for me, just being able to be home, yeah, and not really have anything we have to do, yeah, just make some dinner together, mm-hmm. sit and talk, be with the dogs, watch a stupid show or a movie, yep. like that's a vacation, yeah, for me, and I feel like that helps us kind of just stop. What we're doing to really connect with each other if we're just in the peacefulness of our home. Um, I've always felt like that was the most important thing. I can deal with any sort of stress or problem. Mm-hmm. But when I come home, I need to feel that ah, yeah. feeling. And we've, we've crafted a really nice energy in, in our house with that. And so for us to just be able to sit, really soak that in, mm-hmm. I think is our vacation mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from, from the daily. Yep. For sure. And we've talked about it. We need to be better about having that whole day here or there. Yeah. Um, you know, we get on the treadmill of life and just kind of keep going. And, oh, it didn't happen this weekend. Maybe we'll try next weekend for that whole day. Yeah. And, oh, well, there's this little thing here. I could do this or that for work. Little things. And the whole day doesn't get there. So um, I think that's... I not think, but I know that's one thing we need to be a little better about is scheduling that yeah. one day. Whether it's even one day every other weekend, even if it's just one day a month, mm-hmm. to, to have that together and really just stop yep. the whole thing. Sometimes if we just do an afternoon and an evening, it doesn't feel like enough of a break. No, because mm-hmm. there's that gap of, your, yeah. you know, there's something breaking the mm-hmm. responsibility list. Um, and I think I would... I would suggest this to our reader. I would suggest this to myself and everybody. Um, it's just trading time for responsibility just for a moment. Just for a moment. Um, I think a reset, I always said with you know the big pandemic that we just went through, it sucked. But I felt like it was a reset mm-hmm. for all of us to just stop for a minute. Right. And 
really think about it, really figure out, you know, what is the next, what's the next step? What is the next plan? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I, you know, put myself or be in a better situation, be in a better energy, um, which puts you in a better position to then take the next step? Sure. I feel like a lot of that is our culture in America. Mm -hmm. Most cultures have a built-in Sabbath Mm -hmm. or a day off. Um, The the Bible, of course, mentions having that that Sabbath on the seventh day, God rested, however you want to Mm -hmm. interpret that. But in all those other cultures, and especially back in in, in those times, the Sabbath wasn't optional. It was a command. Mm -hmm. It was a definite. It was recognized we can't just keep going and keep working nonstop. As a physical human, we have to have the off time. Yeah. And that's what that that is for. Mm-hmm. That Sabbath day, you know, whatever you want to call it, your your off day, your no phone day. Yep. Your fuck off, don't talk to anybody day. Whatever that is. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that we need. Yeah. And I feel like in our culture, in America especially, we take it as a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. I work this much. Oh yeah, well I work 80 hours. I work 90. I, I go to take classes and I've got three other businesses and that's awesome. Like we have yeah. the ability to, ability to do so many things, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. But it's not a badge of honor to be stressed out and exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a trade-off for something that sounds so great. Mm-hmm. There's a trade-off typically, you know, and that that is what it is. You're miserable and stressed all the time because you can't shut it off. Mm-hmm. The more you do, the less time you... The more responsibility you have, the less time you have. And that's my that's my theme of the day. Responsibility, <laughs> the time though, but it's it's so true. Um I get it. We we are adults, we're grown now, but we have to you know how they say never lose the kid in you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take time for yourself. No matter what it is, you have to take time for yourself. I can't stress that enough. Um it, it it's mentally and physically and emotionally damaging and especially in a time where and that's why we stressed so much at the beginning of this we want to we want you guys to be able to vent and talk to us because i know we're all holding this type of stuff in and we all need to have these conversations just how you know i've had friends that say just tell me just tell me i have nowhere to be (laughs) nothing to do right now just tell me because i need Mm -hmm. i need to hear i need reassurance you know Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I, I, I think that's a big deal. Yeah, and I think there's a tendency to feel guilty about that, too. Again, just from our society mm-hmm. culture. But, again, the best illustration I can find for my meathead self is I remember when I first started working out, I wanted big arms. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'll just do curls every day <laughs> and I'll get big arms. It's not the way it works. No. And it's the same way whether we're trying to build a business or educate ourselves about something, mm-hmm. if you just keep pounding it over and over and over again, you are not at your best. Mm-hmm. You don't get your best results. So I know there's a little bit of a guilty feeling you know, in taking that time yeah. off, whatever that looks like for you. But it allows us to be at our best mm-hmm. when we go back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I noticed that, uh, again, I kind of have a little addiction problem with the gym and I'll just keep going. And then every once in a while, if we take a trip and we're away for a couple days, maybe a week, Mm -hmm. I feel awful the first two days. Yeah. 
But after that, I feel great. Why, do you find a job? No. <laughs> I force myself not to. Okay. <laughs> it makes Laura very, very happy. <laughs> and then I feel my body heal and come back and uh-huh. be and feel good. Yeah. And then when I come back home and go back to the routine and the schedule, man, mm-hmm. I, I progress so much more mm-hmm. than I would have if I had just kept on the same road. And I think that's the same way with anything, whether it's, again, we're trying to build a business or get better at our job, mm-hmm. we're going to school, whatever it is, just to keep pounding and grinding over and yeah. over and over again. I know there's this romanticism that we think is with that, but yeah. it does not get the best results. Mm-hmm. So if the results is what we're after, being our best selves, accomplishing our goals yeah, is what we're after, we got to drop the ego mm-hmm. bullshit of wanting to just work harder than everybody else, mm-hmm. wanting to be more tired than everybody else, and being so self-identified with loving that yeah. that we lose track of what we're actually working for. It's it's everybody wants the short game, man. Everybody wants to be there right now because mm-hmm. you know I gotta have it. I gotta have it. That's the societal thing. That's how we've always been, you know. Even as kids, I want that toy. I want that toy. I want that. Toy. You know, I want it now. Right. You know. So we're just we're just so based off that instant gratification. Um, and I think we just need to, like you said. Like I said, just take that moment, take that time, um, reconnect. Yeah. Because there's, you know, if you don't reconnect with yourself, if you're not connected with yourself, you can't step away from the distractions and step away from, you know, the responsibilities. And I think for our reader, I mean, for our writer, for our audience, I think everybody just needs to remember that to help take those next steps we talked about this a lot in the context of a relationship so um l who wrote in our email she has a husband so there's someone who can catch you Mm -hmm. when you're getting when we're getting too wrapped up Mm -hmm. things i know like i do that for laura laura does that for me Mm -hmm. you know being married now and having that relationship there's someone to to catch me help me be aware Mm -hmm. of when i'm in that tornado a little too much to pull me back out um, now, you're in a relationship, but as, as far as a single person, and our, our listeners that are that are single and not in a relationship, like how, what are some things that people who don't have that at home can do to catch themselves when, they, when they're getting too wrapped up? Because it's, sometimes it's difficult to see when we're by ourselves. You know, and it's interesting you said that because I had lost that for a while until I met Leslie. And that's one of the things that are special about us is that she feels the energy of myself mm-hmm. when I am starting to slip almost yeah. before I'm aware of it too yeah. and vice versa. And it's been, you know, it's been incredible to witness just because I didn't realize how for me, I always just put that block up and I just, you know, just shaded responsibilities, which is not the best way to do it, you know? Um, so, why well, I said I understood when, you know, you were talking about you and Laura is that, um, for me, talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, I'd talk to, you know, before I met Leslie, I'd, and still, still, I talk to my friends about any and everything. We're completely open with yeah. each other, every person that's in my life, you know? So, I kind of know who 
would deal with this situation better just off of knowing, you know, each individual. Um, I have these conversations with my friends and it would help just to hear it come off, Mm -hmm. hear it spewed out there to know somebody was listening, to have somebody who had your whole ear. Um, I I think it's very, very important. Um, Well, I guess that's kind of the key, isn't it? Whether I realized that as you were talking, whether we're in a relationship, uh, we're married at home with someone or not, Mm -hmm. just being comfortable to be really open. Mm Mm-hmm and honest with ourselves and being able to give the ability to those around us that do love us mm-hmm. the ability to call us out yeah. on that. So we, to, to lose that hero complex. Yeah. So if, if the people around us, the people that know us can catch that, they feel comfortable to tell us that. Yeah. Whether whether we're in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably the most important key is just know yourself, right? <laughs> Know yourself and know the people that you connect yourself with. You know, I think that's that in a lot of cases makes a difference between somebody who makes good decisions versus bad decisions. Just that the people that you connect yourself with, you need people who will humble you, who will, you know, put you in check when you need to be in check. Like, hey, I gave you this time, but now it's time to lock in, you know. Um, and for me, I, I'm so, so very thankful for everybody in my life because we are collectively each other's rocks, sure. you know, so that's, um, that's a really big deal for me when somebody is in my life, um, whether it be relationship, friends, family, just, I can't stress enough how just having somebody connecting yourself with somebody who you guys can talk about everything and anything openly Mm -hmm. helps a lot. It really does. Yeah. And just not being able to, being able to separate and not take it personally Mm -hmm. when someone calls you on that. Absolutely. Really important to just give someone the autonomy Mm -hmm. to do that for you. Mm -hmm. Because we're all, we all need that. Yeah. I think, I don't think any of us can totally self-manage that. No. Very well. (laughs) No, not at all. No matter how how many mindfulness practices we do, it's, it's a badge of honor, like you said, and so we need to be able to let that guard down. I think that was one of my biggest things because I was, you know, single and on my own for most of my life as an only child. So I was very used to just being alone, mm-hmm. you know, on my own, and I didn't really have that kind of relationship with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nothing that close where someone could do that yep. for me. And I would go through these spaces and blocks of time, and I mean months or even years mm-hmm. <laughs> of just floating or getting stuck in a mind frame or in a mood or a mode and there was no one to pull me back mm-hmm. and I was so involved like saying if you're in the tornado yeah. you don't know yep. that you're in the tornado you need someone who's outside of it to pull you out to, to notice that yeah. for you and I, I didn't I was too busy being the tough guy the hero mm-hmm. where I didn't want to let anyone be that close to do that for me Mm-hmm. Or if they tried to, I would get defensive. Yeah. Because, well, who are you to tell me what to do? I know what's best for me. Yep. Uh, so I think that's, that's really maybe the most important lesson that we can take from, from Elle's email there is given other people around us that love us and really care for us the confidence and the ability to let us know when we're, when we're sliding and when we're not being present or when mm-hmm. we're preoccupied. Mm-hmm. And then feeling comfortable to talk with them about whatever it is that we're struggling with and also drop it off and stop. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. So hopefully that answered some of your questions, Al. Um, I, I know we kind of jumped around on everything, but you know, hopefully you can tie that all in there and take some of these practices, take some of these suggestions, and maybe you know try to apply them in your in your own way. It's different for everybody, sure. right? It looks different for you. It looks different for me. So yeah, I mean that's why we we came across the name of the the show. Present tense, being mm-hmm. present. And it's a constant struggle and battle. Well, hey, sometimes it's really easy, right? We're in there and it flows and it's great. And we love those moments. It's beautiful. Um, and other times we get out of there. We, we, I know I do this all the time where I can feel like I'm so, so present. Mm-hmm. I'm doing so great with this. I've got it. And then time goes by and I lose it. Yep. And I get so frustrated with that. Because, man, I, was, I, was so go- I thought I was so good. Mm-hmm. I, got, I had it. And it slips away. That's just how it's always going to be. Yep. There's always going to be those time periods where we're, we're in there and we're present and feeling completely connected to those around us and ourselves and love. And as strong as those feelings will be, at some point they'll fade and we'll get caught up yep. with ourselves again. That's the challenge <laughs> just, of life, isn't it's it? Just, One it's, of just, them? it's appreciating that journey and also making sure we're around people who do the same thing. So they put themselves in completely present moments. And so maybe when the times that we're not, we can be around them. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to feel that and, and adjust us back, recenter us up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think that really that feeling of community. You know, we talked about the collective um, at the beginning with just all of us as, you know, as humans collectively. There's a feeling to that. But also in our, in our communities, in our individual tribes, collecting the people together drawing those people to us that'll be able to do that for us and that we can do that for them at the same time um, certainly in a relationship in a, in a marriage like that's your that's your that's your closest tribe that's mm-hmm. your that's your group you, yep. you can do that for each other uh, but also having the bigger tribe outside of that and, and those that you know are not in a relationship or marriage whatever it may be even more important to have that tribe yep it takes an army, well. man. It takes an army. So, all right. Well, El, thank you very much. You gave us a whole episode of content. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did. Thank you. We could have kept going too. Uh, so again, anyone else that that has a, a question or a thought, please feel free to write in. Present Tense Podcast AM at gmail It's in the show notes and then our, our Instagram. The Present Tense Podcast on Instagram. Reach out to us, DM us, send us questions, send us suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, whether you want to be anonymous or put your name on it, or even want to come on the show and talk about it, uh, open all the things. It's 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 our show. Um, we're building our community mm-hmm. as well, yeah. and as many like minded people that we can connect with and and be with. Um, so even if you don't have a question or, or a comment, just 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 drop us a note. Let us know you're listening. Say hi. And, and we would love that as well. So thank you very much to everybody for rolling with us so far. And we will see you on the next round. See you guys next time.